Hello and happy Tuesday. I hope everybody's week has treated them well, or weekend rather, because we're in the beginning of the week. It's like my weekend, technically. So I hope everybody's real weekend, Saturday and Sunday, treated them well. I hope any unwanted chaos kept itself out of your life. All the wanted chaos went exactly the way we wanted. I posted a little video about this yesterday on my TikTok page um, in lieu of seeing a meme. I don't even think it was a meme. It was like a, you know, like one of those screenshots of like a Twitter post about hookup culture being a scam. And when I saw that, of course, like I mentioned in the video, I immediately jumped over to the comment section of this post because I wanted to see, I wanted to see what the majority thought process is for youth and younger people that are in the dating pool or people that are even out of the dating pool because everyone's opinion matters, right? And what I saw was not shocking, but still in... in some ways surprising given you know evolved mindsets that are kind of going around right now and a lot of the comments on that post were saying that essentially the post was promoting purity culture specifically in women and i want to i want to say that nowhere in that little screenshot of twitter post was gender mentioned it wasn't specifically geared towards men or women it was explaining the oxytocin release during sex and the bonding hormone and all that stuff which I've talked about in in earlier episodes and everyone was like this is promoting purity culture this is toxic this is misogynistic um you know and then you had another end of the spectrum where men were just like this only applies to women and it's just like I didn't know that only women had brains that release chemicals and hormones (laughs) and then other people were just like oh but you get the same um, you know dopamine when you pet a dog does that mean that you can't pet dogs anymore and there were so many people to respond to that I, I think I only responded to one person that mentioned that you know casual sex has been around forever and it's not a new thing and blah 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 She's not wrong because prostitution is considered the oldest known profession and casual sex has been around, but the only difference is that it was not widely promoted among communities and within communities. It was still, it was considered very taboo. It was considered very reckless. It was considered dangerous. It was considered disrespectful to your body. And it wasn't supposed to be something that, you know, you were supposed to experience with just anybody, you know, the experience being sex, right? And I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but the purpose of this episode is in no way geared towards shame for anybody who has casual sex. It is not to make you feel worthless. It's not to make you feel dirty. And I I most certainly do not believe in purity culture. I don't believe that that toxic mind state of mind is 
or should be included anywhere in the world. But, you know, alas, everybody's allowed to have an opinion, so it exists. But casual sex, right, wasn't supposed to be something that, or it, it wasn't, you know, the, the difference, right, between now and, you know, way back whenever we were referring to. Casual sex was not supposed to be something that was promoted, right? It was something that was considered very taboo. And it wasn't something that was spoken about unless you were kind of involved in prostitution. At least, you know, if we're talking about like the fucking 1700s or the 1600s or any fucking, I don't know, the fucking 1200, <laughs> 900 BC. <laughs> But the, the, the fact remains that now in youth, in people that are dating, people that are single, um, people that are in the process of getting divorced, right, due to inf infidelity, um, we're seeing a very crazy issue that's surfacing within relationships now. You know, we're seeing people that are unable to be intimate. People that have been so overstimulated that they can't gain stimulation from just contact with somebody that they love or even have those kinds of connections with somebody that they love or even feel like they can love. There's this, you know, swirl of apathy. And I've spoken about this in a lot of different episodes when it comes to apathetic natures and how I feel about how how widely promoted it feels it is now you know in, in today's youth and I'm not religious I'm not again I'm not somebody that believes in purity culture but as somebody who has currently stepped away from casual sex I look at it now from a different perspective. I look at it now from a perspective of that didn't serve me. And the reason that I feel like it's a scam is because it feels like it's being fed to young people and even people my age. Well, I'm considered young, I guess. Um, it's, it's being fed to youth as freedom. It's being packaged as freedom. You know, and it's a very odd way to package it because we have freedom of choice. We always have. We have freedom of choice. There's consequence that goes along with that, which we've spoken about before. Consequence will always be attached to our actions. But freedom of choice has always been around. You know, but there's this ideology that you're free to, you know do this, this, and this, right? And that's cool. I mean, I think, like, sex is awesome. But I feel like it's the appeal and the the greatness of it is being kind of overused and abused. And I feel like it destroys a person's ability to be able to see it for what it is. You know, like there's there's that, it's kind of like a joke, but it's not really a joke because it's hella serious about how 
first base is considered fucking, right? And then second base is like actually going out on dates. And third is, you know, marriage and meeting the family and doing all that stuff. And I hate that shit. You know, that ideology of let's take it slow. Let me fuck you first. (laughs) I'm laughing because it's really comical. You know, it's like a very intimate part of a person, right? Because not everybody sees you naked, right? Not everybody sees you orgasm. But it's considered an avenue of taking it slow. Let's just see where it goes, right? Let me fuck you for a little bit. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. We're going to take things slow because, you know, I have, I have commitment issues. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. I just think it's kind of funny, you know, because I think that the, the, the larger issue at hand here comes with the fact that people are in large parts afraid to get deep with people. They don't know how to allow somebody to get to know them, to love them slow. And I am not exempt from that fear. A lot of us have trauma. I feel like this hookup culture nonsense is meant to aid people in continuing to run away from traumas that they have not faced. It's a way to remain detached. It's a way to continue down this apathetic road where you don't have to face anything. Just keep having sex. Just keep taking that hit, right? Until you can't feel anything anymore. The fact of the matter is, and I've said this before, your problems will always be waiting for you no matter what distraction you try to use. When you wake up or when you come down, it'll always be there. It'll always be waiting until you confront it, until you clean it up, until you deal with it, until you take the trash out. You know, I like I love to use the trash analogy because it's just like if you have a trash can full of trash and you ignore it and you just leave your home because the trash being in the trash can that's full is bothering you, eventually you're going to come back home and guess what? That trash is still going to be there waiting for you to take it out no matter how long you ignore it. It's the same thing with our problems and our traumas and our issues. The longer that we ignore it, the longer that we try to ignore it, the more it's going to stink, the more, the more it's going to cause problems in our lives in one way or another. And I feel as though hookup culture in part helps people to avoid facing those things, facing those issues. And we all, we, listen, we all move at our own pace. I have been there when I just okay, sex is the sex is the is is the solution, right? I'm feeling a little bit lonely. I have my rasta, you know, or I have my person that I'm just hooking up with, right? But then after a while, you know, I you know, like let's just say I'll, I'll use my own past experiences as, as an example. You know, I I'm meeting somebody, right? Well, I'll, John Doe, right? And I'm attracted to John Doe. I like him at, at you know, at a baseline level. We're hooking up. We hook up semi-consistently. We talk semi-consistently. Every time I'm with him, I'm getting that pleasure center reward, right, from my brain. And then I start to 
wonder, like, okay, well, am I going uh, to get more? I feel like I kind of like this person. I kind of want a little bit more. Can I get a little bit more? You know, I want a little bit more. And it doesn't matter how much sex you have. It's never, it never feels like it's enough. It's like drinking water and still being thirsty. Drinking a gallon of water, you're still thirsty. Drinking even more water, you're not thirsty until you realize you're not drinking water at all. Drinking, you're drinking a glass of air or some. I don't know, I'm running out of analogies here. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that it's not something that's meant to satiate you. It's something that ties you over. It never helps. It never helps cure the trauma. When you start to, when it comes to sexual trauma, you know, and I, again, I'm no expert. I only know about the situations that I've gone through and how I have personally healed. When it come, when it came to my sexual trauma and the issues that I had to work through, the thought of Letting somebody be with me slow made me feel nervous. It made me feel not at ease. It made me feel terrified. And then I had a moment in my late 20s where I currently am, right? Imagine I go through my entire 20s, get to my late 20s, and then I experience this very intimate, very visceral, very just and it wasn't intense at all I mean if you if you look at it from a third party I could walk you guys through it if you're looking at it from a third party perspective it doesn't sound intense at all but then I sit there and I have that moment in my late 20s and I remember just asking myself why the fuck have I never experienced this this is wonderful this is great you know, it was an experience that I needed to experience to understand that sex is not what I needed. Sex, a lot of the times, is not what we need. A lot of us, at core, crave safety. Either physical safety or emotional safety or sometimes both, in my opinion. In my non-professional opinion. At core, it feels like we either want emotional safety or physical safety or both. And when our needs are not met from a partner, right, we start to feel a certain level of resentment, it almost feels like. And you sit there and you're just like, well, fuck. Well, shit. The fuck? What am I going to do? What, what, how am I going to How am I going to approach this, right? And it's not until you step out of yourself and you understand what it is you want for yourself that you start to understand why sex in and of itself is just not enough. It's just not enough. By itself, it's not enough. For some people, and it doesn't matter, you, you could be at a stage in your life where it is enough because I was there, where sex was enough, where it, it beat down the demons that I was trying to avoid long enough for, be, for me to be able to 
recenter my focus. When I had when I was with people that I knew weren't good people to be with, some of which hurt me, right? Whereas just like, okay, that's not good. But again, every experience that we have teaches us a little bit more about what it is we want for ourselves. If you listen close enough, you'll be able to understand like, oh, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Starting the, the picture, the picture's getting clearer. I'm starting to understand a little something, something about something. And we start to get it. As always, I want everybody to take things step by step. We are all at different stages of our life, different stages of comprehension of different materials, and there's no point in rushing it. For some of you, hearing this message might not resonate at all. You might sit there and be like, no, no, this bitch is absolutely wrong. There's some of you that are just like, nope, she's, she might know what she's talking about right? Or you might be somewhere in the middle. I mean, I'm not sure. I never really know. It's fine. (laughs) But as always, take things step by step. Listen to yourself. Listen to your feelings and how certain things make you feel and go from there. It's not a race. It's not a competition. All you can do is listen to yourself, maybe a little bit of other people's experiences and decide if that's something that you want to experience also for yourself and go from there. Don't beat yourself up over choices that you've made because it doesn't help. It doesn't make them go away and it doesn't change the past. The only thing that you can affect in this immediate moment is your present the choices that you make now. Fuck everything that happened in the past. That shit doesn't fucking matter. But now, at this moment, very th- this very moment now is what matters. The decisions that you make now and today and in this moment, that's what matters. I love you all so much. I have a long weekend ahead of me. <laughs> but I will see you guys or talk to you guys next weekend or next week. I don't even know what fucking day it is. I can't even talk. All right, guys. I love you so much. Bye-bye now.